Hi guys, welcome back. Or the people who are this is their first time. Hello, hello, hello. We are in episode two yes. of the Melanie Magic podcast. And what is the topic of discussion today, Olivia? So the topic of discussion today, y'all, is a really I feel like anticipated. If you know us personally. And this topic is interracial relationships. So I asked anybody who's watching that follows like us on Instagram or any social media platform, I asked people on Instagram, I asked people on Facebook, I asked people on TikTok, if they have been in an interracial relationship, interracial relationship, and if they have been in one, would they do another one, whether it was good or bad? And I got a lot of feedback. I mean, so many people have so many different reasons why it's not racist at all. But when I, what I will say is I feel like one thing it had in common with everybody's excuses, which is literally from A to Z, but is that they, when they fell in love with this person, they didn't see color. They didn't think that any of these issues that was the reason why they broke up would even come about because they've never dated anybody outside their race. So they didn't think it was an issue. It's just, it was slightly easier in that aspect so, I mean, it ultimately ended up breaking up, but they would not do it again because they would have just learned from the lesson. That was the main thing that I got. But it was also interesting just to see everybody's different feedback. So, me and Taryn have both dated outside of race um, multiple times. I was saying between the both of us, definitely multiple times. And I mean, I can definitely say I've dated. I've dated a lot of different ethnicities like oh. i've dated an asian guy i've dated a middle eastern guy i mean I guess, again it just depends on background but i just feel like you know just with me like working in the industry the service industry it was just like it's a just a you know melting pot so yeah like i've, I've obviously dated black men and you know definitely love the swirl love of you know our blonde hair blue-eyed dandy <laughs> you know <laughs> that is your go-to i feel like that most guys you dated has blonde hair blue eyes or they have blonde hair and don't have blue eyes, and they have blue eyes and they have brown hair. You know what I mean? Like, it's always one or the other. I've dated different variants of the same person. <laughs> they're all, it's like, oh, they're all, like, distantly related. Like, you know, I put all of the guys, like, okay. all, at least all the white guys that I've dated, like, side by side. They're going to be like, why are you, you just dating the same, a different person, the same person? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what's yeah, I mean, you just have a type. You have a type from what you look for and it just is what you're attracted to and that's just life like See, every- I don't think I have a type I think that like that's kind of like the type that just ended up coming to me and like obviously the more that I started dating it like I was just like oh okay like maybe you know like I don't well, know. you easily find it attractive is that a first yeah, it is like- easier to find that attractive and I do semi-blame Leonardo DiCaprio because at the <laughs> age of four years old I was watching Titanic and, and he was waiting on your 19-year-old ass. He was going <laughs> you up. I said, I was four. Who do you oh, mean? He was ready for you at 19, honey. With his, he is gross. He right. is gross now, but a four-year-old Taryn <laughs> didn't, was not aware of creepy Leo. He was in his <laughs> 20s. But like, yeah, now he's disgusting. But, you know, like I did. I had a huge crush, my celeb crush from the age of four until I think, shit, like 17. And so I think I, I went over to Zac Efron after that. Oh my God, Zach Efron is so gross right now. He is. He's gross too now. I mean, this is a pattern, so I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> hopefully, my future husband not gonna be gross. <laughs> um, but anywho, okay. Get back so, to I'm sorry. <laughs> I, interracial dating. What has brought you 
to interracial dating, as in, like, what, what they want to, like, I mean, I don't know if you actually like sought out to do it because some people are like, hey, I want to try a different race, or it just happened. Like, in my situation, it just happened. Right. Well, uh, I mean, I've all like, my mom has always just like preached to us, like, like who likes you. <laughs> she's right, always right. That. like, but she's like, let's attract to see you. Right. Yeah. Like, she's just like, don't wait for. A particular race don't worry for a particular man like she's like if a man is interested in you give him a shot you know if you're right. attracted like not just like giving anybody a shot that's interested in you but right and funny like when I was like going to, and when I was in high school and stuff I got really did not get hit on a lot like I went to a high school I went to a prim- primarily like African-American high school I went to Kenwood and I didn't have people knocking down my door trying to take me on date. <laughs> like it wasn't like she thought that um, you know, like uh-huh. a prom scene, you weren't. <laughs> no, we didn't have like all the movies we watched in the 90s, all the 90s movies. It's like it's a yeah. prom. Yeah, I definitely didn't have that experience. I did not have a gaggle of suitors waiting outside my door. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't until I went to college where, you know, I guess I was around more, mix, like it was more of a, a like, I guess, a like majority white. Well, it was majority white because we were in Juliet. So yeah. that's when I feel like I started getting more male attention and they just all happened to be white. So I was like, okay, again, I've never been opposed to it. It's never, it was never like a moment where I was like, I can't date him. He's white. It was always kind of like, oh, I, I just, I was always open to it. So it's not like something I actively sought, but right. it happened. Yeah, it just so happened. And then, I mean, I've just, I've been on the swirl train since then. And I mean, I don't think I'm getting off anytime soon. But again, I'm open to dating whoever. As long as you are a sexy man, (laughs) you can take me on a date. Nice smile. And you don't, and you don't ghost. (laughs) Girl, girl, the ghost, the ghost. Oh my God. Okay. That's a different conversation. (laughs) It was not good. Okay, so what I've been hearing is, I mean, I guess I can give some background on my, how I met my husband. I had only dated one other guy before I met my husband, who was white, and that guy was absolutely awful. We went on two dates. The second date, he didn't even have enough money to pay for it. It was Hooters, and he only had a $25 gift card. It was terrible. And he ordered like 20 wings. I was like, so you got a 25, you knew you had a $25 gift card. You ordered 20 wings. I ordered crab legs. We both got a drink. And he didn't have enough money. Um, and that's not even the reason why I did not. I just, it was just so many other reasons. So many other reasons. So I kind of was like, okay. And this was like my first time dating a white guy. Before that, I had three, yeah, three serious relationships, somewhat serious relationships before that, and they were all black men. And I grew up in a predominantly white area until I was like 11 and then seventh and eighth grade. So yeah, seventh and eighth grade and high school. No, seventh and eighth grade was predominantly black. High school, I can't even say it's predominantly black. Shepherd, Shepherd is predominantly white, um, if anything. And then it's Indian and speck of Mexicans and some speck of blacks so or Hispanic I should say but I guess it just wasn't on your radar yes exactly wasn't on my radar at all but it definitely was more common like you said in, in college when I got to college and started going out to different places it was definitely more white people than it was black people um and I got hit on a lot by white men which didn't really happen before then because I was never in like a I guess predominantly 
white. I mean, other than high school, and I think I only got hit on. I didn't get hit on a lot by white men because I always had a boyfriend, and he happened to be black. So, um. Anyways, my point is that I think it started becoming somewhat on my radar, kind of like with you when you said you went to college. It was the same with me, like because I was in Joliet and I was in Lewis and then I was at Purdue and it was just more white people around, if that makes sense. And I mean, I was getting hit on a lot, like so same with you. So it was just consistent, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, I feel like. Um, I, just from my experience, I do feel like white guys approach me more than black guys, which I just, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I really don't. I think they approach differently, though. Like, they do approach differently, 100%. I feel like, you know, I don't, the one thing I will say, I feel like white guys are not afraid to come up to you and kind of be silly and like be themselves. Yeah. Kind of like, like this. It's definitely different. I was it's definitely to- different. I definitely feel like the approach is different. Not not saying that either is bad or good or whatever. It's just a yeah. very different <laughs> approach. I feel like, you know, sometimes, you know, I feel like black guys sometimes kind of play it very cool. So sometimes you're like, oh, are you flirting with me? Like, what are we doing yeah. here? Like, I don't know. I'm a confused. Are we, like, what the, like, the signals are a little mixed. Right. So, um, so again. I, I feel like you're, like, yeah, they definitely give off. I mean, and again, like, just in between the two of us, I've dated more black guys and I have definitely had more of that experience of what you just explained. Like the, oh, we try to play it cool. I don't know if we flirting or we not. It just is definitely, especially when I've gone to more like black clubs and white clubs or black bars and white bars, you definitely see the difference in how black guys date versus white guys or even Hispanics. Same, if you go to a Hispanic club, which I've been several times, they just flirt differently. So well, like, you know, men are very flirtatious. Like, I mean, they yeah, are obvious. Crazy. That's my point. <laughs> so obvious. You'd be like, God damn, like, are you about to take, gonna take yes, it's so I agree. Or, I agree. like, are we going to wait to go in the back room? Like, how are we doing this? Like, it's very aggressive. But again, I, I was like, I, it's, not, it's not bad. To me, it's like, it just appears. Yeah, I don't know if I would say aggressive. I think it's just, it's definitely obvious. It's a, I mean, my thing is that, like, they, you know, when you when you're in a Latino club, Latin lover, honey, yeah, like they will, they're not afraid to let you know that they're interested. That's what I will say. They ain't nothing holding them back. Like they're just gonna go up to you, tell you, and that's that. Which I actually kind of enjoyed that <laughs> because at least it's kind of like no games are being played. Like they right. like they if they if they like you, they're like maybe I like you. <laughs> so come dance this salsa with me, baby, and we about to have a good night tonight. You be like okay. <laughs> so um yeah, I mean I dated a Latino man before too, and he was he was fun. You know, it's just like the beauty and like you know I guess living in this country. I mean it's not that it's not many. I'm just just kidding. Right, right. but it is that. You, especially like bigger cities, like it's such a melting pot. So you get to be around so many different cultures and ethnicities and you kind of yeah. like, you get to see like what you like, what you don't like, what your preferences are. It's like, if you are open to it, like you have to, I mean, obviously you have to be open-minded, but if you are open to it, like dating outside of your race can be so much fun. Like it can, it can be, but I, de- I, don't think, I definitely think it has its moments where once you get serious, you do realize that dating somebody outside of your culture or race or ethnicity is different. Like, cause they have, you know what I mean? Like if a Muslim decides to date, um, you know, somebody Catholic, I don't know how different that is, but I mean, I'm sure if you are, you know, affiliated with Islam. I feel like you use, I mean, normally 
some people, you know, will convert. So right. it does it does bring up questions, obviously, the ser- more serious you get. But to me, I do think that it is a serious and huge faux pas for anybody to ever say, I don't see color. I think, especially when you're dating outside your race. I do yeah. not think that that is something that, especially in this day and age, that you have the, you cannot go around here thinking that you have to see your significant other. If they are another race, if they, especially a minority that they are black, if they are Hispanic, if they are Indian, if they are Asian, like you have to see that because their experience in this country and this world is completely different from yours. And you have to be able to acknowledge it and you have to be able to respect it. And you also have to you should want to be an advocate for them. I mean, and that that's my personal opinion. Again, I know some people don't look at that as like a deal breaker. But for me, I'm sorry, bitch. Because let me tell you something. If I got to take my ass out here and march for BLM, I'm going to need your ass to be right here with me. You better hold yeah, on. It was. I like, was ever doing it. No, I agree. I definitely feel like, yeah, for sure. You definitely have to like be on board with that. It's... It's just important. I don't think people, I think people should see color. I don't think love should see a color. So that is, I think, the the phrase more more or less than like, I don't see color. I think love doesn't see a color because, you know, you can love anybody. And I think that when you're like in love in the beginning, it's just as, as interracial couples so many things are irrelevant or does or don't matter. Yeah, you know? I feel like a lot of people like you can you're in your little love haze. So like those important conversations that you should be having, you kind of don't because you fear you risk losing that person or, you know, you just don't want to have those conversations. But I do feel right, like right. if you ever feel or you ever sense it getting serious, especially in like right now, like we're older, you know what I mean? We're not yeah. like in our early 20s. Like, you know, right. it's not like, well, I mean, you're married, so you ain't got no worry about it. But like me, for instance, like I don't have time to sit here and just be caught up in a love haze. You know, a little lavender haze. I'm quoting Taylor Swift right now. But right. I don't have time for lavender haze. I have to kind of like figure out like where your allegiance lies and like, right. what are you willing to do? Like, are you going to pull a Harry and leave your whole fucking family if they got <laughs> racist bullshit to say? Yes, because <laughs> Harry energy all the way. For sure. Or, you know what I mean? Like, or are you going to learn about that? It's not like, about, are we going to be what? Harry or are we going to be Mitch? Because I don't need no Mitch McConnell in my life, honey. I need all the way Harry. No, Mitch is trifling. But let me say one thing about Harry. What I loved about Harry was that he could admit that he wasn't seeing it because he had never really been around, like, uh, you know what I mean, or dated a Black woman. He just didn't see it. Even with the situation with his mom, he didn't see it. And he was like, I, I didn't understand it. Yes, exactly. Until he, you know, was realizing like they're doing this because she's black, like, and she's American or whatever the case may be, but mostly because she's black. Like, that is what I liked about him because he was like, yeah, they've been doing it for a while. She was like really trying to stick it through, and I just didn't see it in the beginning. But when I really started looking into it, they've been doing this from jump. Like, it's always been an issue with her, and it's just super toxic, and it's literally my family. And they can say they're not racist as much as they want to, but it definitely comes down to like the color of her skin or her background. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love this. Love it for him because he can admit to not seeing it and being like ignorant to the fact because he didn't want to believe it. That is what I love about both his interviews. He was like, I just didn't want to believe it. So I felt like, I was like, oh, well, it's maybe this and maybe that and maybe this because this is my world. This is my family. This is what I grew up around. So this can't be them doing this. Like they can't be these people. And they were. 
No, it was, I mean, such BS. And it's so sad and it's so tragic that, you know, this is such a hot button topic still. Like, I mean, how many years since Loving versus Virginia? And it's like still like, you know, just people just don't. Also, question, do you feel like you get looked at? Stared at. Because that was another thing that a lot of women in my inbox on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. said that you never realize how often you get stared at when you're dating somebody interracial. But I remember the very first time I went out with a white guy, the guy from Hooters. Mm-hmm. Hooters guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember going on a date with him before that. And we got stared at. And then same with Mike. Like, for a while, I used to pay attention to us getting stared at. Now, I probably don't even pay attention. Um, but I do catch it a lot. But it doesn't bother me anymore. I mean, because we're like a decade in. But in the beginning, I was just like, this is very different than dating a black guy. Like, people were lit- like literally stare. So that's very interesting. So so this is so why it's so funny how different people perceive things. <laughs> because... <laughs> Yes, I would. I get stares. <laughs> I just always assume it's because we look good. <laughs> I never, I never <laughs> my I arrogance. Because I mean, like I'm just saying, like I get stares all the time. Like I'm like, when you go out, I see my face. I'm like, hello. Like you want to have a like conversation? But right. so when I have dated guys, like again, usually the white boys are tall, and then you have me, who you know what this looks like so i just always just like oh yeah i'm like they they, 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 they think we look good we look like good, good, good. Oh, we look good, good. okay but let me just tell you that it was a lot of people that said that they were not blonde hair and blue eyes and they they just were normal people let me just say that they weren't looking like supermodels or anything like that no, was- I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying like this is what's so funny about how you perceive stares like oh yeah. i never i didn't look at it like oh, you're looking at me because I'm with this white guy. I was thinking to myself, this was, again, this was when I was younger. So I wasn't really like fully, like, I guess, aware of like society and how like, you know, you know, how they can, some people can be very judgmental and be very like, oh, you're, you know, uh, what is it? What what do they call it? Not a, uh, I forget what they call it, whatever. But I'm saying that, for me, I didn't perceive it like that. Yeah, I would get stares all the time, but I was just like, again, I just always look at it like that. Good together. I mean, even now, still, like, if I go on to, like, you know, the last couple guys I dated, like, when we go, when we went out, like, it was just, like, more of, like, I don't get, like, we don't, like, it wasn't more like, like, what the, f- like, you know, it was kind of more like, oh, damn. Okay, look at that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, I get that. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like a different perspective. Like, everybody, you like, you looked at it. They could have honestly been looking at you as like, damn, they're a good looking couple. But and I'm sure some people were looking at you in a negative way. But you were I feel like because it was like your first time kind of being seen like that, you were kind of like, what the hell? Like, do you want me to take a picture for you? Because you are all the way in my face. So you weren't like you were just yeah. you made like you jumped straight to you're only staring at us like this is because I'm with this white guy. And I know you remember, I remember you saying that you used to, I would get more stares from black men than you would from any other, any other person, which I think yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, I, I get my I stares from the Karens. The Karens used to stare. I used to, I used to get those too, for sure. It was never from black women 
And it norm it was never normally from black women. It was from black men and uh, white women for sure. Older white women is not normally from black women. Yeah, no, it wasn't from black women at all. I never got an issue from black women. Um, at least I didn't, not to my knowledge. I think what just sticks out is more black men and like older white women. Yeah. Um, that used to just like stare me down, like literally, like we're in we're in eye lock, and it's awkward. And I can see you blink and you're just staring at me like I'm a unicorn. Like, what is happening? I mean, maybe they just really thought you were really pretty. (laughs) I mean, yeah, which is, you know, I appreciate, but still, it's awkward. No, I just think, I I mean, to me, staring is just rude as hell, period. So I just don't think that anybody should be like staring hardcore. But I definitely feel like, you know, I mean, I, we didn't even talk about my first, like, well, no, it was my second experience with dating outside my race which or dating a white guy which you would think this would have turned me all the way off because he was actually low-key fucking racist like actually not, you know, i take the back he was high-key fucking racist and i didn't know that when we but when did you it. find out that he was racist was it the george floyd no baby this was, i said this was the second guy i dated so this was high school I mean not high school this was college i was 18 19 19 years old and wow. i met this guy through my friends my former friends in college and they had they had a class together and she was like oh my god like this guy this kid in my class um he's super cute like I think you'd be cute with him so I'll like she showed me his picture I was like oh yeah hook it up so she Mm -hmm. messaged him telling him that you know oh I have a friend who's interested in you blah 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 so um I Mm -hmm. him I asked her I was like oh like what did he say and she was just like oh yeah like she's like we'll probably like meet him at a bar or something or whatever I was like oh did he say he was interested in me so she refused to answer that question I do remember that I was like why is she not telling me if he's interested in me or not so anyway so we met at a bar it was funny it was sex Patrick's day I'll never forget because I remember my outfit I looked like a sexy little leprechaun like it was a very interesting <laughs> outfit I had a top hat on and everything show <laughs> was real extra oh my god <laughs> but anyway like we met and I thought he was even, I thought he was cuter in person. So I was like, okay, like he's super cute. So he did not seem super interested. He definitely didn't. I mean, he was interested, but he definitely wasn't like as interested as I was. Oh, okay. um, But the second time we saw each other, he was definitely coming on stronger. So anyway, so we ended up dating a little bit. Um, and in the middle, like towards the end of us dating, and this is the reason, why, well, this was one of the reasons why we stopped dating, obviously. Um, remember I met his, um, his grandmother and she said, oh my God, are you serious? Yes. And I was like, wait, that's how she described you? Yes. Wait, why was she describing you that way? Because he was, she was like, because he lived with his grandmother. He lived with his grandparents. And like, we stopped at his house because he was getting, I think he like had his, he had a fake ID too. So we had to go get his fake ID because we were going to a bar or whatever. And she was, he told me to like wait outside and I should have waited outside, but I had to pee and I was like, okay, I have to use the bathroom. So I went inside and used the restroom and I definitely heard her say, you a girl in my house. And I was like, oh my God. Oh fucking whoa! Okay, that was the that's the first time I've heard that. So anyway, wow. So then, um, I later found out 
that he, the reason why my friend did not tell me if he was interested in it or not is because when she had messaged him on Facebook before we even met, mm-hmm. he had asked for my picture and she sent it to him and he told her, I'm not into black girls. Oh, so why would she think not to say that? Well, why would you date me? Girl, yeah, because my whole thing is they don't, I feel like attraction sometimes like blocks out the fact that you're like a, a person of color. Right. Like he can be attracted to you, but then he realizes like, yeah, I don't really like black girls, but I mean, she's a beautiful black girl. I'd fuck her. It's just so fucking insulting. Right. But it's, it's like literally the worst compliment. Guys out there, if you ever call a woman beautiful, but be like, oh, you're such a beautiful black woman or a beautiful Asian woman, just just cut out your own tongue. Like it's just, yeah, no. I don't say that. I'm sorry. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. You could just, I could just be a beautiful woman and you can just like not be that into me. And that's fine. That happens, happens all the time. Made a whole movie about it. It's fine. Like some people are just not that into people. But once you put a color on it, it makes you feel like you are giving other vibes that you don't want to give to. So, yeah, you should just cut out that whole word. And you'll be fine. You'll definitely. Well, yeah. But so, so literally, I mean, again, we only dated maybe about like three or four months. So it's not that like, like obviously didn't have that much of a huge impact. I mean, obviously like, I do feel like when I was younger, I used to let a lot of racist stuff slide. Like now if somebody ever said that, I'd like say, what would you say, bitch? Like I'm, yeah. I'm ready to like. I think because of the area, the area that yes. you were in. Most like we were but- in a very much. That's the thing about, I feel like people think, you know, when you say you're from Chicago or Illinois, like people always equate it to Chicago. So they think like, oh, you know, it's such a progressive state. It's so, but I'm like you, we have so many smaller, very small little towns that are, I call them the sundown town. So yeah, I think all of like the, a lot of big towns or even the small towns around, surrounded by Julieta where we went to school, that was a lot of small towns full of like 90% white people. Because they used to remember when we, we went to go visit a friend that lived out there and they called us the city girls like because you're from Chicago. Like the city was like New York City or something. I was like, Chicago is literally 30 minutes away from y'all. Like, why are y'all calling us city? More like 45. But yes, yeah, it's like 45 minutes away. Like, it's literally so crazy when you do think of that because you're just like, uh, I literally like, like my mom is still there. I got we went home every weekend. Right. It wasn't even that far. 119th is considered the city. Takes It used to take me 30 I mean, because I'm, I'm over here thinking like downtown. So yeah, no, you're right. Like, yeah, like literally it took us, what, 30 minutes to get, home, minutes to get home. home? And they used to make it seem like we were like, you know, I don't know, again, New York City. Oh, we down from New York City and we got a penthouse? Like it wasn't even that. It's just we were 30 minutes away from y'all and they made it seem like Uh-oh. such a difference. Like, <laughs> you know, small towns breed small minds, honey. Yeah. So it was just definitely giving that. And yeah, like, but that was my second experience with dating outside of my race. And yeah, like I definitely was like, I'll never put myself in that position. That's why yeah. I'm the way that I am now. Because if you're okay with that, first of all, don't don't do me any goddamn favors. Please don't. If you're not into black women, that's fine. Don't do, don't, please do not make me an exception to your rule. I don't want to be <laughs> an exception. I'm good on that. Um, <laughs> I agree. That's it's, it's definitely once it gets serious. Um, no, bitch, you, I don't even want it to get serious. I don't want you to fucking talk to me. <laughs> like, you know, I'm saying, like if you're if you're in it just to be like, oh, I, you know, I did a black girl or whatever the case may be, or you know, a black guy would dating a white girl. If you're in it for those reasons because of the color of their skin, 
you're not going to work out because it's so much more than that. Like it takes work. It's not in because you, you are in a fetish or whatever the case may be, or you feel like you're doing somebody a favor. It's so much more than that. It's honestly, I think slightly harder from dating black guys and white guys. I definitely think it's harder because you have, yeah, you just have the aspect that you wouldn't have to, Certain things you don't have to deal with if you were dating somebody the same of your race. And that goes for any race. It's no, just- absolutely. I agree. Because yeah. you do. You have to explain certain things. You have to, you know, there are so many cultural differences with dating. Yeah. Like race. It's like- like, could you imagine like dating to me personally? I just feel like I was just watching um, like a Love is Blind episode or I think it was Married at First Sight. But um, they were like one of them was Indian and Indians have like so many cultures and I know nothing about Indian culture. Like I would literally be immersed into a totally different culture that is just not familiar to me at all. So I would feel like an outsider automatically, automatically if I did Indian, like, cause I don't know anything about Indian culture, like nothing. At all. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I could easily be attracted to an Indian guy. Like I, think plenty of them are attractive i've seen plenty of them and i'm like oh he cute he can get it and then you know just seeing to the future what if we ever got married or engaged i have no clue what goes on in his culture but i'm attracted to him i feel like but that's what that's where that open mind mentality comes from though so yeah maybe you just into your willing willingness to learn and understand and adapt you know right. i feel like it works on both ends it's like yeah. i do feel like if you as a, you know, as an African-American woman, if I, you know, I want you to understand my culture and, you know, things that are important to me, I think like, I have to do the same thing for you. So yeah. I just feel like if- In a respectful way to them. Yeah, you know what I mean? respectful. So I, I'm like, I, I totally understand what you're saying. It's just both people have to be on the same page. You both have yeah. to be willing to work in and to understand each other and appreciate your differences and respect your differences. and you know, want to create, you know, your little, you know, biracial, mixed race children and raise them however you want to. I just feel like you have to, though, but that mutual respect and understanding has to be there. You cannot with somebody that like they need to be as, again, I, I, I personally would want somebody to be as passionate about my culture as I am. And, and I'll do the same for you. Like, cause we can be both passionate about this, honey, because I'm a fight for you. I'm riding for you. And I'd expect you to ride for us, honey. We're going to be body and clod in this. (laughs) figure it out like it's gonna be great but you both gotta be on the same page i just think personally i agree with all of that but i think personally just black culture let's just say this guy is you know if he is white um like i mean i'll just use i guess my situation my husband's irish they don't really have a lot of culture that they're already immersed in so their culture is just like you know american eyes basically like they don't you know what i mean as far as like Hey, I met an Irish guy. Yeah, he celebrates St. Patty's Day. He hasn't had anybody born in Ireland for generations. So for the most part, he's just American, but he has an Irish background. Then I've got somebody from Indian, who's who's Indian, sorry. Both his parents are from India. He was raised by his parents, you know, and they immerse him in this Indian culture, but he lives in America. You see how, like, different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, it just goes back to being willing to want to learn about it. Like if you're not willing or you don't want to really like it, like immerse yourself into that experience and wanting to know more about it, then you wouldn't you take it's someone bad. from that background seriously because you're yeah. like, that's not something that I, I want to do. Yeah, like I can't compromise myself in doing, you know, I don't want to. So that's all it like really boils down to. Is yeah. it, it boils down to that part, that preference of, 
what you're willing to do for the person that you're in love with. Or I got to ask you this. Do you think that people think black people have a culture and do they think do do people who you've dated or have dated or just, you know, whatever race in general, obviously black people know their culture. And we have a culture because we always, you know, we got the phrase of, are you doing it for the culture? Are oh, you doing it for the culture, honey? We got all the culture, baby. Right. The culture was built on black so, so many white people or people in outside of African-American culture do not think that they are mimicking the culture. We all know that. That's happened numerous times. They don't think it's offensive. Yeah, like appropriating the culture. Like, so my yeah. thing is, like, they may date a person of color. And they're like, well, I don't really need to immerse myself in the culture because I don't really think you're a culture. I think this is part of America. I don't think that black people have a culture, but they do. Well, that would be a serious issue for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the fuck? Like, you don't recognize all this black excellence that this would this. Yeah, it is. Because guess what? You just said it. Black history is American history. So this whole entire world it mean, not world, but this whole entire country is 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 our culture because we built it. So, but like, who has that conversation in the first four months? I so, mean, again, and when you're dating in your youth, that's fine. You, it's totally right. okay to not have that conversation. I'm, right. I'm thinking more so of dating because, like, right now, like, I date with purpose. I don't just date for fun anymore. Like, right. you know, so yeah, yeah, unfortunately, that is a conversation. If I'm dating outside of my race, and if you know we're having a conversation and we get to that point. Um, we do have to have that conversation because you have to understand it and you have to respect it. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like probably one, <laughs> I'm going to say one, <laughs> out of all of the white guys I ever dated, we ever, like, I ever felt like they understood and respected and admired <laughs> the culture. Like, one. I was like, Did he live in this state? And the only reason why I say one is because everybody, he, else, I, I never really, um, we never really got far enough into it that this was even a discussion. So did he live in the state or no? And then he was it? He did not live in the state. Okay. All right. So now I know who you're talking about. But anyway. <laughs> um, I can see that though. Cause I can see I definitely think it's different when you are you have friends of the culture. Meaning that like if I think it's a little bit easier and you're not as shocked by things that happen when you have friends who are black. Or well, I always think it's important. I'm not going to lie. At least this is for me. I'm always saying this is from my, my perspective. I do find it is important. To, I'm not saying that you got to have your token black friend because I don't like, please don't. <laughs> like, I don't like, I feel, I do feel like right now black people are like accessories. Like people just be having their toe. They, they want token black friend. It's like their little, like their tote bag. But Which is terrible. Oh, you said that's terrible. That is so terrible. It's like all the 90s movies. You were just talking about that earlier. All the 90s movies. It's, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's horrible, but that it's just the truth. So, but I do think that it is important for my significant other to have a melting pot of friends. Like I want you to have friends from different, especially if you're white, because, you know, again, this country is majority white. This world is majority white. Right, you know, like you. I think need, being diverse is super important. I think exactly. it's you have to have like a diverse friend group where you can pick ideas and you can learn, you can grow. So it's always important to, you know, I like 
college is so freaking important. It really freaking is. It's so important. I always be like, where you go to college? Or if you did not go to college. But it, it does. It, it, it adverses you in a... Yes. It takes you out of your normal comfort zone. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Like all of the people who comment on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, um, most of them said they either went to... If it was a black person, they went to a predominantly white or the white the white person that replied, a couple of y'all, they went to a predominantly mixed as in black or Mexican. And that's how they met their significant other, whether it be high school or college. So it was basically because they were mixing, basically, you know, ethnicities, mixing cultures. And they met their significant other because they're more surrounded by it versus like being Hispanic and being an only Hispanic school or being white and being only at a white school, which is interesting because Mike went to a mostly white high school and college and he still ended up with two brown girls because before me, he dated an Indian and like she was probably your complexion. So... Yeah, he, Michael just liked that brown sugar. Huh? He's just, <laughs> you know what? He's like, I need... Oh, all that other stuff. He's like, give me some brown sugar, honey. It melts so nicely. <laughs> a little seasoning. I'm just like, okay. Like, like, I need some now. He's like, I like, never mind, honey. I was <laughs> like, he's like, I need some chicken I've been eating my whole life. <laughs> just need a little bit of seasoning. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, no, I mean, surprisingly, again, and it's funny because Indians and, um, Black women, uh, the culture, sorry, Black culture and Indian culture, which is the two ethnicities of women that he dated, both have very significant seasonings in their food. You know what I mean? Like Indians use a lot of curry, a lot of really high flavored seasonings, and so do Black people. Indian food. Oh, girl, I'm like, I literally just got home. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, some, some curry chicken. So right now. Yeah. So I think that's so interesting that that is like literally the same women he dated out of, you know. Honey, again, he, he was tired of that unseasoned chicken. He's like, there's no Laurie's. <laughs> Laurie's. He, he, he went to one fish fry and never looked back. Oh my God. Right? Went to one barbecue. Oh Lord. Yeah. So, so what people are people are just immersed in. But anywho, we have gotten close to our mark. We definitely did. I'm like, I didn't even want, I didn't even go into my statistics, but it's okay because <laughs> like I said before, this is a very loaded conversation. There'll be a part two, a part three. For sure. So many moving parts of interracial dating because I do feel like it's such a hot button topic right now. And yeah. I do think that, you know, just with, it's definitely on the rise. Like it's yeah. definitely, I think the, um, I looked at some statistics earlier and it's up. It used to be, I think like 11% of the country and now it's like 17. Yeah, it's going up. So it is on the rise. So um, yeah, eventually just everybody going to be, everybody going to be mixed. Ain't nobody going to be Yeah, they said, especially with Nick, girl, especially with Nick Cannon on the rise, baby. Oh, we are looking good. Okay, it's going to be nice. Yeah, everybody Cannon like you it kind of is so gross, but regardless, biracial kids are looking um, to be more, oh, more common than the uncommon. Biracial kids are on the rise, as in most biracial kids identify as both races because one race is literally an entire, you know, 50% and the other one is 50% versus them like being 75, 25 or 90, 10 or whatever. Because you know, you meet some people and they're like, oh, I'm 15%, you know, Irish and another percent Polish and Girl, which is Russian. And it's like, okay. Um, or okay. you just have, or, or, or you <laughs> just have somebody who, gra who grandma is 
Hispanic and they still talking about how they biracial. Yes. Yeah. A great grandma who's who's biracial. They identify as black. They look black and their great grandma's, you know, Puerto Rican and they biracial. So I'm talking about. (laughs) You literally know exactly what I'm talking about. I can't stand you. You know what I'm talking about. So I'm saying the more. The people, the people that are just, again, they identify as, as biracial. They're becoming more common as of right now, and they're on the rise. So it's, I just feel like if it's more likely that you're going to have biracial children anything, then you'll be a part of that number growing. But you never know. I feel like we hit the tip of the iceberg. We didn't even, like, get into, like, the nitty-gritty. No, we didn't. It's like, a lot. Plus uncovered. It's so much. It's so much. But, again, we will... Revisit this at a later episode and we'll probably bring somebody else in just to get a get a different perspective because that's what we like to do here at Melanin Magic. We like yeah, to get we everybody's perspective because we are just trying to create a whole amazing abundant Bye. universe for us. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no. you're fine. You are fine. No, I think it'll be fun. So we'll definitely jump back in this at least two more times just so we can get a different perspective so we can deep dive into all the statistics and more experiences and anybody answering questions that I didn't really get to get to because I did say I want to talk about um, a lot of people's stories that shared, but I can't talk about all of them. But anyways, you know, I, definitely, I feel like we should definitely do an episode with us just kind of like sharing people's stories. Because yeah, it was interesting. It was a lot. I mean, I like a, a lot. even just one girl, one is a lot to unpack. Like, we won't even be able to probably get to just, we won't even probably be able to get to two. It's, one is so much. Like, one of them, the one I really want to share is a lot. It's a lot. Well, I mean, obviously, make sure we got everybody's permission to share this story. <laughs> I did. I got her permission. She said, okay, that's why I want to share it. Because I was like, I was like, girl, this is a lot. No, I got her permission. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's a lot. It's going to take a whole episode. So Yeah, um, no, I definitely feel like we'll probably do one where we can like do a dive into a lot of feedback that we've received. Even after yeah. this episode airs, like if you guys want to give us some feedback, share your stories, let us know. And we will definitely, you know, we will answer them all. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, such a, it's a very interesting topic. I, I really do. And obviously it hits close to home for both of us. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it'll be something fun to talk about. But um, yeah, well, we appreciate everybody coming and listening. This is your first time. Welcome. Can't wait to see you again. If you've already been here, thank you for coming back. And we will see you guys in a week, right? Yep. Talk to you guys later. Thank you guys so much. And we are peacing out on episode two. Bye. Bye.